0: It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfpk.org from Louisville Public Media.
1: I could have made it more uncomfortable for you and delighted it.
2: Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with... It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, for checking out the series. Uh, I do hope you hit that subscribe button, of course, so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Great ways to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR wfpk.org, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with, that's me, Kyle Meredith, today. Oh, this is a fun episode. Kelly Deal and Mike Montgomery, together they are R Ring. Of course, you also know Kelly from The Breeders. And we've got special guest Matt Hart, poet Matt Hart. Uh, we're going to be talking about the new R Ring album called War Poems We Rested. Now, this is a, a multimedia project, uh, an extravaganza, as we say in the interview. So there's the album uh, that Kelly and Mike do, and then they hand the album over to Matt Hart, who then gives a song apiece to his friends. Now, his friends are like Sonic Youth's Lee Rinaldo, Speedy Ortiz's uh, Sadie Dupuy, uh, actress Amber Tamlin, and in turn, they write poems inspired by the tracks they were given all of which were then bound in an accompanying chapbook. So we're going to hear all about that whole process, what it means both to uh, both sides of the yard, to to the poetry, to the music. Uh, Kelly and Mike also going to go on and tell us about the music itself and the importance of collaboration. And, of course, we'll be talking a little bit about The Breeders. The Breeders have some big shows coming up. It's the 30th anniversary of their album Last Splash, one of the greatest albums of all time. So what does that mean for the year and the breeders? We'll hear about that as well. We'll get into that. We're, of course, talking War Poems We Rested. It's Kyle Meredith with Kelly Deal and Mike Montgomery of R. Ring and poet Matt Hart.
1: Hi, Kyle. How are you?
2: Yeah, it's it's great to see you both. Uh, new record. It's called uh, War Poems We Rested. Uh, it's so much fun to listen to. I mean, this is... Uh, this is the, this is the record that the only record I want to play right now. So oh, let's just, you know, congratulations on that, right, right off the bats.
3: Oh, thank so, you. Really appreciate yeah. it.
2: So, so let's talk about this album. Um, you know, it, it has been six years. I know there was a little pandemic that got in the way in the middle of it. And, uh, and also I, I want to say, cause you just joined, uh, we, we've got, uh, we've got Matt Hart here as well, who's a part of this concept too. I want to say hi to Matt real quick. Hello.
4: Hey,
2: how are you? <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to be throwing it your way here in a minute, but but as I was uh, as I was saying, so it's it's been a few years. I know there's a pandemic in the middle, but uh, but when did this record start happening again? What's where where does this album start for you all?
1: Well, I mean that's a, that's an interesting take on it because it kind of started. One of the songs is back from before ignite the rest, our previous um, our previous record. So it's interesting that some you know it's always like a continual thread of like you know, playing, writing, you know, readdressing songs, backing away from them because they suck and I suck and I need to quit the band. And I need to quit music business. And then you're like, oh, I've just made a breakthrough on this song. Isn't that fun? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so th- we've been carrying some of the songs with us and, you know, we uh, got busy. I got busy with the breeders and um, we kept uh, Mike and I would- would record with, Uh, Mike recorded a lot of the Breeders uh, material, um, All Nerve, uh, the last record in his studio, Candyland Recording Studios, which is in Dayton, Kentucky, very close to where you guys are. Um, But yeah, so we uh, started working on it then, and we just kind of worked up till 2020 on the new batch of songs and got them all kind of recorded. And then we just finished up the final mixes. And COVID hit, and then we were like, okay, well, we'll do the album artwork and we'll do the sequencing and we'll TikTok wait for vinyl to be able to, you know, to become available. And before you know it, you know, three years have gone by. So, but it, with the, because of, of the thing, of the, just because of the way we actually needed every bit of that time, it turns out, <laughs> you know, because... The album, the artwork that we just love the artwork, and we love the addition of Matt's chapbook that the Poetry chapbook, where we stole a lot of the artwork from. By the way, from Alatesta, um, it all worked out really in the in the end. So
2: that's an interesting thing too, because it's not just an album, as as you're saying. I mean, there, there is this whole poetry side, and um, and, and it, does that like, I hate to do the obvious, what's the, what's the album title about, but I feel like it really plays a part in here because it's called War Poems slash We Rested. Does that come in with the poetry or was that there before? Like, how does that play? Like, what does it mean?
3: It was there before. It's a lyric in the song Volunteer and the poems come about and Matt can, can take over for me, but, uh, you know, we really love his writing and he's a great poet and, and he's great when he does readings and stuff. It's like, a live concert, you know, it's really captivating. And
1: one of the last shows that we played, you know, before COVID was with Matt's band for his new CD release. And it was at like the band played and also he collected several poets to perform. I don't know. What do you call it? Speak, perform, whatever. Yeah. Perform. yeah. And um, that was like my first experience with that. And it was amazing. I was so entertained. I didn't know that, that, I didn't know how it was like watching a performance like watching a band somebody getting up there and doing that it was really moving for me and so but it always uh reminds me that you know that was the last show that we did but sorry mike i interrupted you i'm sorry
3: oh no it's totally fine like kid's going like berserker with you know his toys in the other room anyway so i had myself muted uh but yeah so we had asked matt to write liner notes and then he got back a couple of days later and was like maybe instead of me doing that I could send one song to you know 10 different poets and they could use that as a jumping off point create their own piece of work and send it back and he had this whole kind of concept but we we had the record the audio mixed mastered all that kind of stuff and talking to Matt was like was a thought of us just like oh what should the, the art and packaging be maybe we should have a little blurb let's talk to matt and then he really ballooned it into this whole giant concept piece and
1: i'll what, I'll let what him were you it. thinking matt
4: <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking what a, what an amazing opportunity but uh and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh
2: astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh i, I live in kentucky Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with R-Rings, Kelly Dillon, Mike Montgomery, and poet
4: Matt Hart. You know, when you guys asked me to write something for the record, and I, I did wind up writing something, but I wrote sort of the afterword to the chat book. Um, I just thought, like, I don't know. This record's great. Who the heck am I? Um, I can send one song to a bunch of different people that I know who, for the most part, are... Um, writers they're poets and musicians so most of the people that are in the chat book are writers and musicians in some way or another some of them um, are from you know quite important bands like uh, Lee Ronaldo from Sonic Youth Um, and some of them have played in like you know their local scene for forever and ever Um, and then there were a couple of poets that I got who aren't musicians but who have written about music a lot like uh hanif Abdurraqib um and jackie clark who used to run a site called cold front uh, magazine where she did this thing called poets off poetry where poets would write about bands so to me it just seemed like a cool way to make this a uh sort of collaborative effort in the way that the band is a collaborative effort i mean you know it's like when you when you have a uh, a song right there's there's the performance there's the there's the there's the music with lyrics and then there's the music and all the stuff comes together to make something that's greater than some of its parts and i really like the idea of making a chat book that is a sort of response to that record that does the same kind of thing and i also like the idea of like playing with the notion of what what is the difference between song lyrics and poetry and, you know, for different writers, it's so really, uh, it's different. I mean, I think some people, their process is such that they could be writing lyrics or they could be writing poetry at any given time. And they could sort of, you know, take a poem that they've written and put it to music. And that would be, it would be lyrics too. Um, but there are a lot of writers, I think, that think of that as a really different process, a really different kind of thing. And I think we have people that that have a lot of different approaches in this chat book so it was really exciting to get to to do it I was you know really really honored that you guys asked me to to be a part of it and I think the poem the the book turned out beautifully it's this gorgeous little uh screen printed chat book uh it says you know war poems on the front and we rested and um I can't say enough about alatesta press which is uh chris mattingly and laurel leonetti uh who actually put the book together and laid it out and then and they're
1: they where are they from where are they based
4: so they were based at the time they were based in louisville and they've now moved to santa cruz which is where laurel is from excuse me yeah so they're in so he, california
2: so here i am in louisville right now thinking oh what a nice uh local tie and that, they've already
1: yeah. jumped
4: ship that's uh... yeah
1: and <laughs> the they were the there way, for a
4: long time i mean i,
1: I have to say Every time my sister and I, every time we, we mention the words Santa Cruz, we do Santa Cruz. <laughs> and I just did the evil, you know, the evil thing where you put your fingers up to your mouth and you spit. Dude, <laughs> hey, why? Mean, mean hippies. Mean, <laughs> aggressive little. No, sh- I
3: was just thinking S-H-I-C. of the last the last Breeders show there at yes. that theater. And we had like half a day and I went to that skate park down the street and that part fucking ruled.
1: Oh, are you allowed to cuss here? All you want. Oops. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's
3: okay. Yeah, I had like a. It was like a rare thing where there was a show and I could just dick around for most of the day. I just cruised down the street skated this park forever, went back, did the show. It was like Santa Cruz was rad. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I,
2: I'm not here to start any battles, but we got a pretty great skate park. I don't need to go to Santa Cruz for that. So it's yeah, uh, that's I've been to the Louisville I... one a bunch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've been to that skate park. Yeah.
2: Like to have an original idea these days for an album is kind of hard. I can't think of another time that someone's done this, the idea that you have this record and then here, we're going to give it to, to poets and they take it and they write this poetry based on the songs. And I've heard you all say in other interviews with the idea of possibly taking those poems to write other songs too. Yes. Like,
3: yeah. Um, yes. It, which like, we've already kind of started. Like I wrote a song and I, and I took one of Amber Tamlin's lyrics.
1: Yeah. What and was it? A dirt wish?
3: Dirt wish. Yeah. I just, and I'm just oh. like, it can be anything, man. Like oh, if Jones. we take a word or if we read the poem and then that, if that sparks anything, we're calling that like in bounds. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, for sure. That's inbounds. the process. Bounds
1: is a, is a perfect way to describe it, Mike.
3: Yeah. And it's just, a, it's a jumping off point. And so what Matt was talking about collaboration or the origin of an idea or this sort of like the momentum that an idea can get, the process of creating, you know, I was just reading um, an article about Echo and the bunny man in that, and that whole lyric fate up against your will. You will wait until, uh, through the second thing you'll wait until you give yourself, like he said, he woke up and the whole thing was in his head. He said, I didn't write that. I credited half to God. It was a dream. I woke up and that was the whole chorus. I don't write words like that. I, I, I dreamt it. Yeah. And, and so it's like, where does inspiration come from? Like, is it from somebody else? You know, I guess what I'm getting at is it was really interesting to write something and then have someone else write something based off of that. And then to actually see it in process in kind of real time is really fascinating and humbling. And uh, yeah, I'm just fascinated by all of it, you know. Yeah.
2: You know, the intro, by the way, to the Killing Moon was an accident too. the guitar
3: part, like that whole song. I read that same thing. Yeah, yeah. that it was tuning. And the producer was like, dude, that's keep that in there. <laughs> we must have read the same thing. Well, I had I had, uh,
2: I had uh, I'm blanking on his name, the guitarist. I just had him on my show uh, last year. So I'm oh, sweet. Uh, so uh, straight from the horse's mouth, as they say. I got that story. Wow. So.
3: Nice.
2: <laughs> Where are those moments on? Uh, I should take that opportunity since we're here. Where are those moments on this album? Because when I hear this, like like the. Um, Oh God the the mood of exit music and those plunks on the guitar. I mean, we we I hear a lot of artists talk about sort of music by accidents, and you have actual music by accident, and then you have you know music that you try to make it sound like it's an accident. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like where does yeah. that song fall in there?
1: That's interesting because um the the song itself was purposely kind of I was I was totally going for that kind of mood of like a like a um something from the mid you know the the monks, what are those monks? were they just mm, mm-hmm. something very sacral to to there was a lot you know, I was doing some elder care, and there was some death and dying happening in the house, and it was all very scary and upsetting and i but i, I had to be quiet as well, so one of the things things I wanted to do is just put down a demo guitar as a as a memo so I could remember you know, to put it in there and just to play around with it. And nothing sounded as good as that demo guitar, which is just my Mac speak my back, you know, the speaker on the Mac catching that with no no amplification. And it sounds really good. I really like that, how that turned out. And that and it was really and, but you know, it's like so obvious to me that sounds good and that should have been just leave it alone, goodbye, we'd go to the next thing. But I mean it took, you know weeks and weeks of thought about, oh, what am I going to do with that? Oh yeah. Yeah. got to fix that. Like, what am I fixing? It's perfect.
3: Well, I think you the, the experience with the process of recording sometimes can tell you like, Hey, it shouldn't be that easy. You nothing deserves to be a one take or first, like you do one take and it's like, is that really it? And you think like, no, I better put the work in, you know, cause for the, the thought of like you don't want to be lazy you know sometimes like you get the best take you're setting up mics and just getting the sound and then whatever you played when you weren't like trying ends up being better than the actual take when like the red light is on and you're like trying to do the part you know there's something you tap into something different i think
1: yeah and same thing like with medieval which is that beautiful piano moment with Dandorf how do you say it? Dan Dorf Jr. Dan Dorf. Um, I know that, Dan,
2: by the way. That's, really? uh, yeah. I love Dan. Yep.
1: Uh, so, yeah. um, yeah, came into the studio, took a half hour. Uh, Mike had written that, that tune on guitar. Um, but it just wasn't right somehow. And we were like, what are we doing? It's like, we just, what we about a piano? And so we, Mike invited him to Candyland and within, he said, I got a half hour. I could do a half hour. And we said, do it. And it sounds yeah. beautiful, but, um, the bass on that, right? Just do some whole notes, Cal. You know, find the root, just do some whole notes, right? But no, how long did we spend on that bass?
3: Uh, Dan Dan played the piano in probably 12 minutes and then left, and then we probably spent 13 hours trying to figure out (laughs) four notes to play on the bass guitar.
1: (laughs) It had to be just so, or the whole mood and song would crumble under the weight of, a bass note hitting every downbeat on the note when the chords change. bum ba, dum, ba, dum. Just, it couldn't be. It had to be finessed. Yeah, just maddening, but so much fun.
2: It's kind of like you're saying. It's also that moment of of uh, of just giving in, like that moment of just giving in to the song. I think is is as you were as you were saying, Mike. Uh, just one of the hardest things to sort of realize and notice. You know, just to yeah i don't know but thankfully you all that's did
1: a, that's a great way to put that giving into the song because the song absolutely tell you go ahead mike that's
3: what a good producer could do but we don't you know we self-make all of this stuff yeah so it's so either, you guys are
2: great producers then is what you're saying
3: well we take well that's not <laughs> what i'm saying is, is it's good to have like someone else tell you like stop right there don't do a single extra stroke like it's good. Like I'll do a take and I'm like, I I hate myself. I hate my voice. I'm just going to just cut my throat right now. Kelly would be like, don't change anything. And then I'll say that, like I'll say the same thing to her. And I do this with Matt with his, with his band, I record his band a bunch, you know, I think a lot of artists have that um, you don't know when you're done or like since it's you playing it, you're like, was that any good? Or I, I can't even tell you just hear yourself in it so much, whether it's the guitar or the vocal, whatever, it's hard to have the distance and know if like, is this working? Am I helping this idea come across? Or, or are my fingerprints all over it kind of?
1: You know, I was thinking about like with poetry, when when I'm thinking about these poems and I've been reading them and things, I like how do you know when a poem is done? When is it done? I mean, cause I know that- Yeah, Matt,
3: words, we're looking at you here.
1: The words in in a piece of music, Right. When the music stops, you shut up.
4: Right. So, I mean,
1: how, when is a poem done, Matt?
4: It's it's a total mystery. Uh, and I think, you know, very often it's like, when you get to that place where you're sort of following the the, you're following the words and you're following the sounds and you're trying to figure out what the poem wants to be and where it wants to go. And the moment that the poem says to you, like, now we've said the thing we need to say, then you get out, like then you're done. It's like over, um, like an economy but,
2: of words almost in that sense,
4: yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, often people think about poetry as being pretty economical with language and and very concentrated. But I think that I don't know. everything comes to an end, right? I mean, endings happen, so <laughs> it's like, and you know there there are some somebody said, you know, poetry is an art of beginnings and ends
0: Ooh. and the middle is
4: just there to tie it all together and it's like it's different than with with songs with music you know um but i think there is something to that idea that like a poem begins with a bang and it ends with you know another bang that's larger or it ends with a whisper it ends with you know a sigh or whatever but it's like somehow. You get to this spot and you're like, yeah, that's it. But sometimes it, you know, it takes it takes forever to like get there and figure that out.
2: And and not to be not to be cheeky, but there's also the sense of what you let us see. You could have written thirty verses, and like, but what I'm going to give you is the five. That <laughs> yeah, moved no out. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with R-Rings, Kelly Dillon, Mike Montgomery, and poet Matt Hart.
3: Oh, just, I think Matt writes every single day, kind of no matter what, it seems like. So um, are you still doing that poem a day?
4: Oh, yeah. I've been doing that for years.
3: So you almost have to stop a poem because you got to start another one to, you know. Yeah,
4: right. Well, I also have these sort of larger, long projects that I work on, too, but it's like, I like the idea of, of putting my head into a process and allowing the process to be the thing that sort of drives drives the art you know in a way that like r- rather than having a bunch of intentions just having a sort of process and not worrying about whether it turns out to be any good you know it's like I'm going to do it every day and I believe that if I do it every day that some of them will be good not all of them to be good most of them probably won't be good but I mean it's the same in songwriting, right it's like you you write tons of songs, you write tons of riffs, you write lots of lyrics, you write lots of melodies and they don't they don't all end up on the record. Some of the, they don't even end up as outtakes. They don't even end up as songs. It's just you're you're engaged in that process that allows you to you know f- find your way and even when you're making something that's not good, you're practicing for making the thing that's going to be good next. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: yeah, now now Matt, did you take your own assignment? I mean, I know you did some liners, but did you also take
4: one of the songs yourself? I didn't. I didn't. I I really liked the idea of.
1: Well, you kind of did. You kind of took the last song. Didn't
4: I you did. It? That's true. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. True. That was kind of the afterwards. That's the
4: instrumental, yeah, but right? But I did. I didn't write. I wrote something that's not really a uh, you know um, traditional sort of poem, but it's definitely. I feel like the afterword is poetic.
2: Yes. But I don't know
4: if it's a poem. Yeah. There's
2: still the chance though. You could I mean summarizing the full album if you need to, or or leapfrogging on the next leapfrog that happens, however. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. a so, but and I, you know, to 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 mention a few of those uh, those poets that you brought on. Uh I mean Lee Ronaldo, by the way, I have several of his books um i love sonic youth and it turns out that usually his his song ends up being one of my favorites um new york city ghost and flowers is one of my all-time favorite poems of all you know that's that that he did there sadie we you know i'm a friend a fan of hers too and and Ortiz, and that whole and that you know her whole scene sad 13 and everything yes like you kind of mentioned a few of these were there any guidelines or did you just say here's a
4: song what inspires you yeah, it really, there really were not um, parameters beyond giving them the song and saying, uh, how can you use this as a sort of jumping off point to make something new? And I really liked what Mike was talking about before, the, the idea of like, you know, you get stuck on a phrase or you get stuck on a word, you turn it over and over again, and something comes out of that. I mean, I always think about the fact that like, you know poems are not made out of like deep thoughts or um brilliant thinking they're made out of words right so it's like where are you going to get your words and for these poets they got words but they also got you know inspiration from the music um and you know if you read the poems that are in the chat book i mean it's really clear that they're responding to this songs you know one of the yeah one of the
1: the um the poem uh by Jeremy Michael Clark, who actually is from Louisville, yeah. he was in like some some like old OG bands there, right? Yeah, do you remember well, what those bands were?
4: No, I don't right now. Uh, yeah. but the, I mean, they were like, you know, they were local bands, but they were like local hardcore bands. Oh yeah, like yeah, like,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, anyway he he um his poem assignment was volunteer and so when i read his poem it was called for all this and i was like so mad i'm like why didn't i call that song for all this what a great title it's interesting how he he picked that up and named you know and, and, and that's like some, like i don't know throw, i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have captured those three words and held them up and said yes you know but uh, until he did and i'm like of course those are great it's perfect great
2: and some compliments by the way like starting off the album all i want is a cigarette and someone to pay rent mm-hmm. like <laughs> that sums up
1: so much
2: in one oh, line
1: oh it's true yeah <laughs> it's true
2: not asking true, much.
1: true story true story
2: oh <laughs> and the music to that one too like there's the whatever's happening in the background what do you call it it's not a whale but it, it reminds me of like those 60s um you know whatever's happening i love every bit of that
3: star trek girls
2: yeah
1: <laughs> which part are you talking about the um all the,
3: all the big girls and the, the space girls that you know on the big outro section right yep. are you talking
1: about the outro or uh-huh. the, yep it's the outro a... right oh okay gotcha yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the star trek vocals yeah that's what we call them
2: <laughs> i yeah. love that and it, and it's you know I, I could go through here. I'm just looking at the track list and just going yes, yes. Like Stoli, I mean, what a cool ass song that one right there is. Like every bit of it's uh, it's not a question. That's a car- just a compliment. Stoli, cartoon heart. Like you're you're hitting all my all the right buttons for me. Thanks.
1: Now Lee Ronaldo was assigned Stoli, which made Mike's heart just pitter pat.
3: Yeah, thanks, Matt.
4: You know what's up. <laughs> yeah, I did that for you, buddy. Yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> and it's, it's funny, we, we also have like been trying to work with um, videographers or artists, really. I mean, um, to develop like, um, sorry, my cat is banging me in the face with the tail. Uh, to uh, to create a visual con- component to all the songs. And one of the songs, Cartoon Heart, no, 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 that's wrong. I'm thinking about a different song. I was thinking about Joe on um, medieval embers.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, embers on a sleepwalk. <laughs> Sorry Kyle. We call really? that one. We call Ember sleepwalk medieval because the original, when it was originally on guitar, it sounded like uh, something that would be on like a, uh, you know, a lute. <laughs> yeah. You know, olden olden times, you know.
2: I like knowing that now that I'll have to go back and listen
3: to it with with that in mind. <laughs> yeah. It was- period piece from you know the 1400s and we decide let's try it on piano not yeah. this cat gut crap see how it <laughs> comes across
2: but the videos by the way they do look great too and it's just the, like this other component uh, I guess what I'm getting to is is what you can do beyond the song and what you all have done beyond the song I mean this is this is really what I you know some artists would call a, a multimedia experience this
1: record Extravaganza. As a matter of fact, um, we uh, actually do have a multimedia extravaganza that we have planned.
3: We've got it's- a made for TV spectacular That's- happening tomorrow night on Bandcamp Live. We've got an hour and something long film that we've made where we go track by track through the record. It's a listening party, you know, a day before the record comes out. And Kelly and myself and Laura King, who drummed and played on a a ton of the tunes and helped us a ton. We're all just talking about, you know, reminiscing, uh, celebrating the process. And and just uh, since we're not doing any shows right now and, you know, we weren't sure what the world was going to be like when we were planning the album release and we weren't, we would have loved to have a you know a listening party somewhere but Laura's in Chapel Hill Kelly's in Dayton Ohio I'm in Cincinnati so this is our way of kind of doing that and just celebrating the record and saying here it is and um yeah so we're stoked on it. it's tomorrow at nine on Bandcamp live at the R-Ring page and yeah
2: and it, it, will you have it uh, will you leave it up afterwards is
3: it gonna yeah lead? yeah, yeah okay. camp, eight hours then we'll just put it on YouTube until the satellites fall <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, I, I want that song, child.
3: <laughs> until the satellites fall.
1: Yeah.
2: Stamped right here. Uh, uh, quickly asked this, too, because as you say, no, no shows and everything, but uh, but there are Breeders shows later, and I was only going to quickly hit there because, because what, Coachella, and it's the last splash, is that right? Is that what you guys yeah. are doing? In full? Well,
1: we're doing, and I actually wrote these down. My sister said, now, are you saying that we're doing breeder show? When you're doing our, your publicity for this record, are you are you plugging our shows? Like, Oh, I didn't. Let me look them up, Kim. So we do, we have a show in Nashville at 317. I don't know where it is now, but it's somewhere in Nashville on March 17th and in Atlanta, March 18th. And then we're doing something called the Innings Fest at 319. And it seems very interesting to me. I'm very intrigued by it. It has something to do with baseball and music. And they are doing something and i i can maybe do a, I can do a report you know real-time reporter on the streets at the innings fest for me uh, just let me know if you want me to do that i don't know what's going on with that i think it's weird <laughs> and then we're doing coachella in april mm-hmm. and then yeah 2023 is the 30th anniversary for last flash the record yeah. so there could be a release there could be some last flash shows
2: we're just leaving that the could be I like this could be
1: could be you may be sharing <laughs> about that a little bit later yeah
2: oh I would love that I mean obviously a classic there and by the way you know we we briefly talked i mean we, you touched on the last breeder's record that I still love listening all to it. all the good. time and the the amount of times even my wife and I will just say wait in the car I got business <laughs> we commit good. every I single time and, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad that's, that's such a, such great, a
2: great line and a great yeah. album and this is a great album or poems we rested seriously as I said I, I can't listen to this one enough and I haven't read all the poems I've only got the digital of, of what's come through so I, I hope to read the rest of those soon because yeah I, I just love everything that's going on here so so thank all three of you all Kelly and, and Mike and Matt's uh, what you've done is an a, an honest honestly beautiful piece of art thank thanks.
1: you so much thanks letting us come on and
2: share it anytime awesome this is like the most fun easy conversation i've had all week so especially with you guys asking questions to each other i just sit back and go please more
3: i'm learning as well well the the idea of the interview it's like yes kelly and i we you know we're stoked about the record but we feel like what matt brought to the table by including all of these other artists it really it's just like it's so humbling to see how big he made. It's not just our record. So when we want to talk and gush about this and beat people over the head with it is because we want everyone to know like all of these people that contributed art to this thing. It's not just a little zine that happens to be in the poly bag. It's like, and I don't even care if we say a freaking single word about the music. It's like, I want people to read this and and just talk about art and talk about collaboration and just talk about, in yeah, the, the and don't pan.
1: forget, don't forget Sam uh, Sam Cormick. she did these yeah. beautiful pen and ink, this is, this is typewriter, and she did these ink drawings in there, and so much of her art that's in this, we just stole, we stole there, we just stole, we, we lovingly borrowed, we <laughs> gratefully borrowed, maybe that's a better way to say it, so yeah. It's a conversation about
3: inspiration and collaboration and creation, yes. that's what that's the story we're trying to tell not just like check this out on spotify i know i was just plugging Bandcamp and all that kind of thing but yeah the the larger conversation that draws in every listener every every person is that that idea like get stoked on something do something matt got these people to do this during the pandemic just for the hell of it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. no one's making any money we're just making art and if it doesn't like you put a smile in your heart and give you something to set your course towards. Like, I don't know what we're doing. You know,
1: we are throwing, we are lobbying art bombs. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank <laughs> goodness. You're doing it. Thank God. Somebody's doing it. So you're doing it too, man, with your show and having people on like what a platform, you know, this isn't just us. The story is not us. This is, it's like, just bigger well
2: you you know for a fan like me you give me all of these reasons to not just dig in but revisit over and over and i, I know i mean you can tell this is one of those pieces that's going to give something different every time you dig into it with all well, of thank these, you pieces so much Kyle.
0: Yeah. thanks for
2: having us and my thanks to kelly deal mike montgomery and mad heart the new r ring album is called war poems we rested Big thanks to you as well for checking out the episode and the series. Again, please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with with all the interviews that we put out every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, at all the usual spots that include iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern an hour full of song premieres music news anniversary spins bonus interviews monday through friday starting at 6 p.m eastern at wfpk.org consequence has your music and film news of course you can also catch me on the social media spots that's uh, twitter facebook instagram all three of them the address is at kyle meredith do hope you like and follow along and that does it for another edition i'm kyle meredith i'll see you next time Consequence Podcast Network.
1: Such a pleasure, you guys. It was lovely to spend some time with all of you.
0: It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfpk.org, from Louisville Public Media.